Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Buffalo Bills win their fourth straight. The Green Bay Packers lose their fourth straight. Nobody feels sorry for us. We've got to find a way to get one win. I feel like we can just get one and the whole momentum changes. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPNU, and the ESPN app. You can download the podcast. You can hear us on your smart speakers. If you go to the app and click on the lower right-hand corner, app's already on your phone. Scroll down to live radio. You have us live wherever you are. You don't have to be in the shower with the radio, in the car with it. Just you got a phone in your pocket, and you do. You take us with you live on the ESPN app. And this is Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you live from the seaport. Brought to you by Grey Goose. Oh, Coach one of Rex kind of Ryan. Okay. ESPN <laughs> NFL analyst with us this morning. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. I could have used some gray goose after watching that Jet Patriot game yesterday. <laughs> one of those moments where it's like, hey, this Jets franchise is about to turn up. Oh, no, no, not quite. Well, when they get to pick six, yeah. Like on a bad throw by Mac Jones, I'm like, yes, yes, I'm going crazy. And then it's like roughing the passer. Oh, how, how, but how concerned? Let's get back to Zach Wilson mm-hmm. for a second. How, and Keel always talk about, you know, young quarterback Bill Belichick is a bad combination, but. How concerned should the Jets be with his inconsistent play, Zach Wilson? You see a glimpse, and then you see that yesterday. Well, I mean, you knew this was going to be the way it is. I mean, quite honestly, it's a young quarterback. This is the kind of player he was in college, um, that he could really create some things. And the guy is super talented. However, he's got to realize you have a good football team, but you don't have to do things yourself. Like, this team's good enough to win. Sometimes the right move is, is to, to get rid of it. And, and Key, was reading, Key was reading Bill Parcells' quarterback commandments, and that's right. one of them. Throwing Absolutely. the ball away is a good play. Right. Absolutely. And, and that's the only play. The only play to make in those, those two interceptions, you, you can't have them. I mean, as simple as that. But I will say this. If you were a Jet fan, would you take five and three at the bye like anybody would have signed up for that. So to me, like all's not lost, but I think we all saw that there was an opportunity there that the Jets have closed the gap on New England. And quite honestly, if a couple plays are different, they win that game. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if a couple plays are different, they would win the game. But guess what, Coach? You know this. They weren't oh, yeah. different, right? Right. You, you can't win football games when you're dropping back with a young quarterback, throwing it 41 times and – three interceptions on the day. You just can't you, there's, you can't win that way. And, and I think I pride myself in believing and thinking, patting myself on the back, that I become an instant quarterback evaluator all the way since college and BYU with Zach Wilson. I, I don't know that Zach Wilson's the guy long-term in New York. And I know that they drafted him number two overall, so they're going to try and make it work. But when you look at young quarterbacks, it shouldn't take you very long to know – whether or not Lamar Jackson can play the position, whether or not Jalen Hurts can play the position, whether or not Trevor Lawrence can play the position. You look at these guys early in their careers and you go, it's something about him. I don't see the something about him as Zach Wilson. I just don't. Well, I see. I, I look at a little different, Key, because I, I look at a guy that that certainly has the ability. And, and, and 
part of that is that escapability he has. Look, that dude was pressured like crazy. Look, we saw a guy like Sam Darnold absolutely wilt under pressure before. This kid doesn't wilt under pressure. I, I think he's got he's got some of that stuff that that I believe in. I, and one of it is that arm talent and, and things. So I, I think he's got a chance. I, I I really do. And I think you ought to be a little patient with the guy. We knew there was going to be growing pains. I mean, you know. So to me, I I just think you. Uh, you know, you stay with this guy. Let's not give up on him just because he lost a game to Bill Belichick, coach defense. I mean, he did throw for 350 yards. Now, you're right. Key, they don't need – that's not the blueprint going forward. They need to be more balanced. And I think when, when James Robinson gets caught up to speed, I think they will be more balanced Farrah as Tucker. a football team. They only yeah. rushed your 51 yeah. yards yesterday. I mean, obviously, right. you lose Brees Hall. It's a different, different strategy. I mean, I, I'm just not going to throw the kid under the bus because – now I was saying you lose one of your best weapons, and it's like, oh, just keep doing what you're supposed to do when you're not getting the running game going. Yeah, but right? you, yeah. Don't, you don't necessarily got to throw him under the bus, Jay. You, you, you have to understand what you have and who you're going up against from an opponent standpoint. You throw him under the bus as an offensive staff and a coach when you're going up, to a, a, going up against a Bill Belichick-type defense. Obviously, this defense in, in New England is not the defenses that Rex would right. play against when he was coaching. Rex was smart enough to realize, well, I got Mark Sanchez, but I'm getting ready to get a ball to Thomas Jones, and I'm going to play defense, and this is the way we're going to win against the New England Patriots because I'm not going to put my young quarterback in harm's way by dropping him back 41 times. I, 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 I get all that, but Keys, when it's all said and done, they're still 5-3, and three, right. and, and it, we're, we're talking about them drastically differently than what we've spoken about them in years past. You still felt like you're angry today, Rex, because they had a damn chance to yeah. win the game. Like, right. It's, it's like, right I, there, right? I'm angry and excited at the yes. same time because I see the growth of this team. Defensively, guys, it's night and day different. Night and day different, especially from last year, that we actually have a defense now that with, with the Jets. We, we have a defense that is getting better and better and better. I, and, and I think this quarterback gives us a chance. He's a, he's a super talented kid. Let's be a little more patient. The fact that they just they just traded for James Robinson, right? So we, we get this kid from Jacksonville. Now we kind of get him back in the mix, become a more balanced team. And, hard, and I hard. think that's that's going to be it. They How could they be balanced when the kid doesn't even know the plays yet? So, Rex. you know, I, I just think, look, I, Key, I'm the guy that ran it 50-some times against the Bill Belichick team once, like literally 50-some times to win a game. And yeah. it was I, – I had uh, Gino as a rookie – and and it was like you know and again this a, a young quarterback so we're like hell we're gonna run it fifty times and and I get it sometimes your your plan changes I wish the Jets would have been more balanced of course but I think there's some circumstances that yeah, kind Vera of play Tucker's along a bit Vera Tucker if, to me even more than Brees Vera yeah. Tucker that's a big shot to take you can't run the ball as well you can't protect the quarterback are the Packers done coach Packers are done unless they do something at the trade deadline. And and that's not been their M.O., but they've got to get some kind of receiver in there. I mean, we, we see, look, this is one of the greatest passers we've ever seen, and it just continues to struggle and struggle and struggle. And it's I, it, unless they make a move, it's, how's it going to get better? Like, remember I, at the beginning of the year, everybody's like, oh, just wait till the end of the season, how much better this team's <laughs> going to improve. And, and Well, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. Like, it ain't getting better. So they need to trade. They, they've got to come up with some kind of uh, some kind of help for Aaron Rodgers or, or they're going to be out of the playoffs. Is yeah, this- I, I think the receiver position is, is 
overstated. Rex, I think they got way more issues. How about the defensive side of the ball? Like, can we can we stop somebody? You know, can we do that? I, I know everybody looking at the Devontae Adams thing and like, oh, the receivers, receivers. It's like, well, the defensive side of the ball need to be able to stop they somebody. They were supposed to hold it down in early in the season. They haven't, Jay. So then, Rex, isn't that, isn't that a slight on management more than anything? Right? Like you're supposed to be, I mean, for as much as we talk about Aaron Rodgers and right. you know, some of his passive aggressive comments, like he is the truth on the field. That, that's like that's we all acknowledge that. So at the end of the day, it's the job of management to surround him with the talent to get him there. Well, here's the thing. Like I, I, you mentioned that with management. This is the same management that drafted Jordan Love when they went to an NFC championship. And they're like, well, let's go ahead and draft a quarterback. No, to replace you. Him. You gotta go. You gotta try to make your team look. You're 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 a game away from going to a Super Bowl. Why wouldn't you try to build on that? And so I question that move when when they did it. Now you go. You let Devontae Adams go. You've been in those championship games. You've been a right there on the cusp of going to another Super Bowl. And you let Devontae Adams go, where you know nobody can cover him. His connection with Aaron Rodgers that nobody could stop. So why would you do that? And to me, I, I just think they're, the mistakes they've made, it's great to get draft picks and, and, and those things. Well, how's it working for you now? 100% they've been – that was like they committed a sin right there almost when they didn't get him help, when they drafted his replacement, and they are paying for it ever since. Yeah. They may never get to the Super Bowl again with Aaron Rodgers. How would Justin Jefferson uh, look oh. uh, in the Green Bay – would we had the same issues that they're having right now? Was he was available. By them was like 2002. It's yeah. crazy. He was available. Hey, Rex, Those, real quick. Rex, yeah. real quick before I let you go. Do you turn off your light at, on Chris, on uh, Halloween so you don't have to give out candy? No, no, no. I go with the full bars and all that. That's full that's bars. what I do because I'm not, you know I'm that kind of guy. Look. I was the fat kid that needed, you know, and, and how much I appreciated getting a full candy bar. Let's not be cheap here. It's a time to step up to the plate, and then everybody will like you. They'll all, all those kids will wave at you and stuff like that. You become their favorites. Like, forget it, dude. Give them the big candy mm-hmm. bars. Let me give you some advice, people. Get, quit big being cheap bars. and, and give out the big ones. I think of it as cheap. I think like it's, you get more of a variety when you get a handful of minis, but you're starting to change my mind around it. No, no. you you do, they'll you got to take it from you, the Max. fat kid. They'll tell you what the you need to do. The fat kid will tell you the truth, man. <laughs> All right, Rex. Thanks a lot, Rexy. Those Alrighty. are Rex Ryan's observations. Key's observations are next. How hot is Josh McDaniel's seat in Vegas? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's l e c t r i c ebikes.com. About progressive insurance key observations is brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today. See all the ways you can save. Key, what do you have for us today? Well, I got a few key observations, clearly, right, Max? And we got five of them starting off of yesterday. And let's start it at the top, Yates. Number one. The New Orleans Saints are number one. They're right back in the mix, believe it or not, to possibly sneak up and steal the division. That's the only way they're going to get in the playoffs because they got off to such a bad start this season with all the injuries. But Andy Dalton has come in and give a little bit of life, a little bit of spark on the offensive side with Alvin Kamara healthy. If they can get Michael Thomas and Landry back on the field, Chris Olave should be offensive rookie of the year the way he's playing right now. So when you look at this team, they have an opportunity to possibly get back in the mix. They're still alive. (laughs) Number two. The Rams. The Los Angeles Lambs. We watched them yesterday against the San Francisco 49ers get unleashed put on them. You watch Kristen McCaffrey do it all. Matthew Stafford can't be protected. He's continued to get harassed week in and week out. For whatever reason, Sean McVay and this offense, for an offensive guru, hasn't been able to get things done. 22 or 33 for a buck 87 in the air for Matthew Stafford is just not enough. We always ask, can somebody else step up besides Cooper Cup? Allen Robinson certainly starting to play a little bit better, but this team is lost right now, and they got to find a way, or they're going to be out the playoffs. Number three. Number three, Geno Smith. Max Kellerman laughed at me. Stephen A. looked at me and said, am I a damn fool in that Stephen A. voice? And I kept trying to tell him the entire time, the beginning of the season. I said, ain't no different than Russell Wilson, the same guy. Man, you lost your mind. Russell Wilson's MVP. He's a Super Bowl this and this and that. No, no, no. I said, man, you watch Geno Smith. You watch. And then Pete Carroll said, hey, we're going to win 10 games this year. Well, Geno Smith sure looks pretty good to me. Kind of my recipe. Threw it a little bit too much. You know, 34 times a little bit too much. But, hey, he was 23 at 34, 212 yards, two touchdowns. But the key statistic is he did not turn the football over in the air. That's the key statistic. Number four. Number four, the Dallas Cowboys. You know, we had this conversation earlier about what is Dallas. Is it about the Chicago Bears being bad or the Dallas Cowboys being good? I honestly think it's about the Dallas Cowboys being good with Dak Prescott back underneath the center. Are they the best team in the NFC? Some would say yes. Some would say no because the Philadelphia Eagles have an undefeated record. I'm kind of torn between the two. 
I think right now for me, both of them are the best. I got two at the top. Number five. Number five, the Raiders. Are the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, are they going to be one and done with Josh McDaniels at the, at the head coaching position? They acquired Devontae Adams, paid him a boatload. One catch for three yards, no matter if he was sick, not sick, injured, not you don't have a guy like that catch one ball for three yards. On top of that, if you're this offensive guru, you don't get blanked. It's not like anything changed from Rich Basaccia. You still have off you still have Carr, you still have Jacobs, you still have Renfro, you still have offensive weapons, you got Adams in the lineup, but you put up zero points against the New Orleans Saints. And when I look at this team, they thought they really got something when they got Josh McDaniels. He's coming in. He's going to change the culture. They went out and spent big on the defensive side of the ball, spent big on the offensive side of the ball. And they, too, are now probably going to miss the playoffs just based on the way that they played this season. It's ridiculous to think that the Raiders possibly could be moving on from their head coach. The fans in Las Vegas certainly are chanting, fire Josh McDaniels. So my only observation is that the Atlanta Falcons are now in first place of the <laughs> NFC South, something that I never thought. I, we literally have Marcus Mariota and P.J. Walker playing for first place in that division. And D.J. Moore, I mean, you, ha- you catch that bomb. Bomb, you take your helmet off. Then the Panthers miss an opportunity to win that game when I feel goal. It's just um, how crazy football it is. But overall – I just can't believe P.J. Walker is even in that position. And good, good luck well, out to see this Wilkes, is why, too. This is why you got to – That's not even – you know, that was gonna be, it was going to be one of my observations only if the Panthers had won. And the reason it was going to be one of my observations if the Panthers won, think about it this way. They would have been in first place, right? They fired their coach mm-hmm. beginning, of the midway, the beginning of the season. I don't want to call it midway. Beginning of the season, they fired their coach. They trade away – one of their best receivers. They <laughs> trade away their best player, Christian McCaffrey. They got an interim coach at P.J. Walker, and they were going to be in first place if they had beat Atlanta. Right. It, what the was insane about that is they quit on the season in a division with Tom Brady and a stacked Saints team on paper before the season started and a Falcons team that didn't seem to have direction. And are they, is it, what are they? Are they playing for the future? What's going on, right? And in that situation – they had a shot, and it was a close game. They had a shot field goal away from being in first place. It's unreal. All right, I want to get back to Josh McDaniels, though. Um, McDaniels, by the way, every time he leaves the Patriots, the offense seems to suffer. and They're still good because, you know, whatever, under Brady they were. But, and every time he comes back, they do better. And whenever he goes to take a head coaching job, it hasn't so worked out so back? far. <laughs> I, to me – Maybe he's one of those what key you identify a guy like Dick LeBeau. That's who you want as your as your DC, an older guy, no ambitions to be a head coach anymore. Just wants to coordinate the defense, right? Maybe that's what McDaniel's is—a great offensive coordinator who needs to just stay there. Listen to him after the Raiders' loss. Obviously, that wasn't good enough in any way, shape, or form, um, and that's my responsibility. So. Um, I have to do a much better job of getting ourselves ready to go here. Um, that's that's we're better than that, and uh, you know I apologize to Raider Nation for 
for that performance and uh, again I own that uh, that's that's my responsibility so we have to do much better obviously uh, in in every phase of the game uh, to be able to compete with a team like that who's well coached has good players uh, they obviously came ready to play and um, and did a much better job than we did so starts with me and uh, we're gonna work hard and we're gonna fix it key I agree with you about Passaccia they liked him they playing for him the team was doing well why mess around putting that aside for a second or unless it's related to it why hasn't McDaniels worked out for the for the Las Vegas Raiders? It's a good question, Coach. I I, I really don't know. They're sitting at two and five right now. Uh, obviously, they lose that that heartbreaker to the Arizona Cardinals, um, but they just it doesn't seem like they're playing inspiring football. Like they, it, it, it's almost like they don't really understand what it is to be a Raider like what it means, all of those sort of things. They're just not – You don't. I don't see the same Raider fight that I – you know, the Raiders for historically was uh, the most penalized team in the National Football League but still winning all the time. They play with a certain nastiness, dirty fight to them. Like I don't see that out of these Raider teams anymore, This or, or Raider team this year, so to speak. There's, there, there's something that's missing, and maybe it's the way Josh McDaniels – have inserted his ability and his style into the team and the organization, and they got to get used to being that way. Key, I, I would say this, too. I mean, look, a lot of it is on Josh McDaniels. Derek Carr hasn't been having a good season either, man. I mean, he hasn't been having a good season. So, you, you know, when you, you talk about what, what came off last year, I get it, inspiring football, and the way he spoke up with things that happened with Henry Ruggs, other things that happened on the team – he played inspiring football last year. Now, if you want to say that's due to an acclimation period along with Josh McDaniels and their playbook changing, fine. But if you're Devontae Adams, you're sitting here saying, yo, man, I had one catch off five targets yesterday. This has been a common theme since I've been here. There, 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 there has to be blame on Derek Carr as well. He, I know well, he's course, one of your of course, guys. Of course, he, Carr he, has played poor. There's no question about it. But, but it also – is a part of the system and what they're doing. And when you when you are getting something new like a quarterback, now should he be up to speed by now? Of course he should be. There's no there's no taking up for Carr. He 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 deserves some of the blame too. But the conversation is more about the coach I, I, because the quarterback is still there. See, I, the coach that was there a year ago is no longer. I don't know if the coach. conversation is only about the coach, man. I, I don't know about that. I mean, we've been having conversations about Derek Carr for a while now. I mean, and it's about, you know, what does he need to do to get over the hump you know, out there in Las Vegas? And I'm looking at Andy Dalton's stat line, and I know we just don't live in a world full of stat lines here, but, like, Andy Dalton outplayed Derek Carr. But, you know, Key, uh, Key, I totally agree with Jay here. You're right to say the headline is the coach, right? But now there are other things to talk about, too. We cover the coach. Look, that, that they like Passaccia. They played for him. This is not working out so far with McDaniels. But the next thing is – what Jay, what you just point out, also speaks to the coach. In certain situations, Dalton can succeed. But key, if if Derek Carr is one of those dudes, then he's not like you usually have him at the top of the second bucket, straddling the first. But it seems to me like he's had enough opportunity in his career. Yeah, he's no, not he a has. bad quarterback, but he's not that. You know, he, he's he, he's not, and he, he's not. He's he has shown this year to not have the ability to be able to get his team to where they need to be. It, it's, it's showing. Yeah. There's no question about that. 
But it goes back to the coaching, though. When you have a coach, see, Tom Brady hides a lot of stuff. He just does. Mm -hmm. I mean, he really does. When you have been coaching a Tom Brady for so long, sometimes you can be overvalued, complacent, all of those sort of things. And I think when the Raiders made the decision to move on from Coach Masaccia that they targeted an offensive-minded guy who maybe a second time around would do a much better job. Yeah. Well, guess what? This second time around doesn't look very good. And now all of a sudden a quarterback that was playing a year ago at a certain level is playing down. But what the change? The coach has changed. All of a sudden, if you told me that he was playing this way and Rich Basacci was the coach, it would be a different conversation. But all of a sudden you bring in a quarterback expert, offensive-minded coach, and your offense is looking like this? It's unacceptable. Key, just to, I agree with you with being unacceptable, but it's the same way I look at Russell Wilson to a degree. Like we look at what quarterbacks are in control to a degree. Like You're always collaborating with your head coach, but you want a demonstrative leader, right? So regardless of who the head coach is, you if your quarterback is elite, then they're the one saying, this is what I see you in the field. This is how I'm going to make it happen. Hey, I have the best weapon in the NFL. He's going to get more than five targets today. There's still something that feels – I get what the off-the-field challenges are and the schemes, but at the end of the day, when you're on the field, you could change the schemes if you see something that's worth you changing. Brady, Mahomes, Rodgers at their best will be better or worse with good or bad coaching, but they're not going to be bad. And, and Derek Carr has not been good this year. What is the most overrated Halloween candy? And where do you stand on candy corn? Dan Orlovsky's football and candy takes are next. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPNU. Click more on the ESPN app. Scroll down to live radio. You can hear us anywhere. you got a phone in your pocket. You're not tethered to your car or radio or anything. You can hear us live. And you can join the conversation. Listen to this, guys. 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. And here is the topic right now on this very important American holiday. I don't candy care anymore. The Super Bowl is a holiday. It should be a national holiday. The day off, everyone should get the next day off. I don't they care if it's fair or not. Anyway, huh? Right. And by the way, same thing with Halloween. You got to give the kids the day off after Halloween. What is the most overrated Halloween candy? And 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 do I need to just say overrated. it right away? Where do you stand on candy corn? Is that the most overrated Halloween candy? I've never had candy corn. Ever? You never tried you know what it, it looks like, Jay? You the little top off it. Do you yeah, know, I know what, what it looks like? like? I've just never had it. Yeah. 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 How did you avoid it your top, whole I life? Just never. Never had it. How you probably had it as a kid and no. don't even realize it. No, I know exactly what it is. Never so, in other it. words, you've gotten it on Halloween, though, as a kid. Yep, never again. And then you were like, no, I'm not touching never that. Never even making the candy. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, just not, I, I not, kind of. Never, I, even as a kid, not a big Even candy as a kid, person. when I said I liked candy, when I ate it, I was like, it's too sweet. Ah, uh, too much. Yeah. Yeah, y'all didn't grow up the right way then. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's certain candies which we just disagree about. Like, he and I were arguing before the show. You give me a mounds, I'm good. Dark chocolate coconut, I love disgusting. it. Disgusting. Why like, is that like disgusting? Said, are you 80 years old? What? Close to it. <laughs> I'm, I'm pushing well, 50. You're closer than me. Patties, what are you, you telling like me? You like peppermint patties too, huh? Yes, I do. Uh, but a peppermint patty, you have a little one uh, after a meal or something, yeah, like an that, after okay, dinner mint. That, that's different. That's right. just like getting a peppermint yeah. at the hostess stand. It's the yeah. same thing. But mounds ain't but that. But you will go into a 7-Eleven, for mm-hmm. instance, 
and go buy an Almond Joy or buy a peppermint patty. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Almond Joys are pretty good. But mounds, like, let's leave peppermint patties alone. You just added that to throw me off the trailer. Mounds, what is coconut just tastes good, and then dark chocolate is the perfect complement to it. It's just not that. That's it. You just reminds me, me of somebody who's corn. eighty years old. But that may be. But old people sometimes get it right. Like when I was growing up, didn't matter the ethnicity or racial background. Didn't matter if it was Jewish, Italian, Greek, Black, Puerto Rican. Didn't matter, right? If you opened up someone's grandma's fridge. You found ginger ale, and if you opened up the freezer, you found coffee ice cream. Those two things are delicious. They're old people stuff, but they're delicious. But I'm not going through the refrigerator of the, the, the older people. What is that, Jay? It's a candy, candy corn. corn. He's trying. Me a candy yeah, corn. no, it's not. It's try not. It. It's not good. That eat it, Jay. Yeah, but you just gotta worst. try. Yates it's had soup. Yates doesn't like soup. soup. He ate eat. soup. Be a true boy. There's Wait a minute. There's that's not a normal candy corn. There's like chocolate on the outside. Is it chocolate? But there's there's about four candies that make sense, and if you don't have them. Then your house is weak, Max. Yeah, no, you know that, like, right? Okay, so what are the four candies? Sugar. There's the Snickers. If you don't have Snickers, agree. Everyone you... likes Snickers. Period. Yeah, if okay, you don't yeah. have Kit that Kats. at your house, it's a wrap. Snickers is great. If you don't have a thousand dollar bar, it's a wrap. Hundred thousand dollar bar. By the way, thou- underrated thousand dollar bar, right? Underrated hundred thousand dollar. Hundred thousand, yeah. Underrated candy, hundred thousand dollar bar. So if you don't have those two, right, to start with, you don't have a Kit Kat. Yep. Kit okay, Kats those three. Sure. Kit Kats got to be. Starburst. You got to have. And then what if, you don't have, if you don't have the Starburst, man, your house is weak. Don't okay. even, I don't even want to you knock on just, your door. No question. He yeah. just gave four of the starting five at least, right? No yeah. question. But what about, what about uh, uh, M&M's? Or Reese's I could Pieces? Take, I could take them and leave them. Uh, M&M's is right there with Re- the no, ones Reese's you mentioned. Pieces, Reese's Pieces is in the rotation. That's but, the but six M&M's are right there for with. sure. He's the sixth man. He's going to get a lot of minutes. Reese's mm-hmm. Pieces is going to get a lot of minutes. Yeah, yeah, they're six men. Not Reese's Pieces, Reese's Cups. Yeah, they Reese's Peanut a, Butter Cups, yeah. Yeah, they're going to get a lot of minutes. They're going to probably replace the Kit Kat, and they're going to get a lot of minutes. But they're not in the, the starting five. Quarter. But they're not going to be in the starting I, five. I hear you, but Key, M&M's are in the starting five. M- regular mm. and peanut. They're right there with no, Starburst, with Kit Kats, any of them. I need peanuts in my Yeah, I, I, I like the peanut ones, too. But come on, man. You can't deny M&M's are in the starting five. Peanut. Okay, Kid, fine. Peanut. I'm they, with it. Pe- they, they, they in that rotation. Rotation? Yeah, they in the rotation for that, me. That, they, I mean, peanut M&M's win MVP so some years. So who's your starting five, Key? I just gave you the Snickers. Snickers, Kit Kat. Starbucks. Starburst. Kit Kat. Well, see, I, can, I got to talk to the rest of the candy world <laughs> because my Kit Kat, I can go Reese's Cup. Right and, yeah. and swap that out depending on who we playing. What's the opponent? Right, right. And so that are you a little that, hungrier? Or are you have yeah, you already eaten? Yeah, it depends on yeah. what we're looking for. So I got yeah. Snickers, thousand dollar, hundred thousand dollars. See, hundred thousand dollars. Let me stop you right there. Hundred thousand dollars is six man. Underrated, nah. awesome, no question. Wait, Key, who's your Russell but Westbrook? I don't think it's in the top. In, in, who's my Russell? Yeah. What? He's six man. He's coming off the bench to score. That's, That's a Milky Way or something, man. It's too much. It's a Milky Way. It's too much. It needs. It needs. It needs to. It needs something to slow it down Milky a little, way. like a Snickers. Milky, Milky. See, if I'm gonna go Milky Way, I might as well go Snickers. Why am I messing with That's what I'm saying. Milky Westbrook. Way. See, a Snickers so got gross. the peanuts in there yeah. to slow it yeah, down slow a little. Milky Way's out ahead of everybody. Too sweet. Yeah, calm down. Milky Way. What's the other one that's like a Three Musketeer? Like, come on, man. I'll give you one that's Candy good, but it's not. Though, for y'all. some reason, it's only in the movies and not on Halloween. Twizzlers. 
Nasty. No, I don't fool. I don't, Twi- Twizzlers, but Twizzlers, I, I like Twizzlers, but Twizzlers is You just got to go with the licorice, the red vines and call it a day. Yeah, red vines, are, red vines are great, but come on, don't sleep on Twizzlers. Don't do that. No, Twizzlers aren't good, man. Oh, I, I totally just tried disagree. this candy corn. It's nasty. Yeah, candy corn is just like too sweet. Sugar. It's, yeah. Like, what, what, Jay, that that's old folk candy, man. Yeah, yeah that man, for sure. Back in, the, back in the day, and you probably remember Most this. overrated Halloween candy, Deontay in Chicago. You just cut Key off. <laughs> well, <laughs> we have Max, man. Just yeah. cut we you expect. right off, Key. <laughs> I get, I get yeah, Shannon I in think, my ear. I can't even hear what Key is saying. Go ahead. I think the the candy corn is terrible. The candy corn is terrible. It's probably the worst candy ever. My kids, that and black licorice. My kids like candy corn, but I can't do nothing with it. Candy corn, is just, to me, is just bad. It's black like licorice. a no-go. If I see it anywhere, I throw it away. You know, there are some, I don't know if you guys experience this, but there are some candies that are packaged up, as Key says, and it appeals to kids. And I remember as a kid eating some of it and saying I wanted it, but when I had it, I didn't like it. But there was something about the packaging or the idea of it that I liked. Well, Smarties? bazooka gum. What's that? The bazooka gum packaged up right. Yeah, but bazooka's bazooka good, though. Gum. No, man, you got three chews and it's over. It's a wrap. Yeah, it is. You it's got hard to live. <laughs> and also, yeah, your teeth fall out. They're going to make you feel like, because they got the whole little deal, they're going to make you feel like you're getting something. <laughs> they, they it's no Hubba right. Bubba, that's for sure. Remember Hubba Bubba? Yeah. Yeah, like grape and all the. You bite so hard, you're like, man, I worked so hard for that. That's it. And as soon as you get it going, Jaw you finally sore. get it going, right? You get it going, and then you it's done. You can't even blow a bubble with it. <laughs> what, what was the one with the liquid on the Can inside? They had a gum. That's with, a squirt. Yeah. That's a squirt. That was a, what it's called? Yeah, they had it's a called a squirt. squirt. It was yeah. a squirt gum. That got popular for a I minute. Bought, I, bought some, I bought some. My, my grandmother, years ago, obviously, Sent me to the liquor store. You know, I'm a little bad kid, nappy head, run across the street, no shoes on, get the gum. I brought back squirt. She wanted to whoop me because she <laughs> asked for gum, and I brought her squirt back. She was. <laughs> <laughs> Is it too late for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers already? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
guys are disappointed. I'm disappointed. But we've got to find a way to write this thing. Keep waiting for them to turn it around. They're not turning this thing around. There's not a whole lot to say after the game that's really going to, you know, spark the team, I don't think. This, to me, is a franchise that is in regression. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPNU. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can call us on the Dr. Pepper line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. It's the most overrated Halloween candy, or your favorite even. Leroy Butler. But when, you, when you get an all-decade player, like there are Hall of Famers who aren't all-decade players, four-time all-pro, all-decade pro Hall of Famer and Packer. Great. Host of the Leap 36 podcast. Leroy, what's what's the most overrated Halloween candy? I have to be those candy corn things that yeah, those kids eat. Those things are disgusting. <laughs> Le- Leroy, I just tried yeah. one. I just had one for the first time. I'm gonna spit it out of my mouth. Yeah. Pure <laughs> sugar. Horrible. Absolutely. I did it, it's all sugar. I uh, thought so it's just, but I see kids eat them by the hand, so I just can't believe it. Mm-hmm. So. Leroy, who's most okay? You know how this works. It's sports radio, oh, yeah. Leroy. When it's good, oh, it's great. When it's bad, we like to point the finger of blame. Someone's got to take the fall. Mm-hmm. Who deserves the most blame for how the season is going so far for the Packers? Well, players don't blame because the one time you blame somebody, it'll be your turn next week. So you got to be careful. But the media and the fans do. And I think. But I try to tell people this all the time. There's always going to be a correction. I remember back in the '90s, the Cowboys was dominating. I mean, I mean, it was was a reason why they got that number one pick from Aikman. I mean, it was bad to get the pick, then they get Emmitt and get Irvin and get these guys, and they went for three, four years in the '90s. San Francisco in the '90s had a three-year run, and my team, the Super Bowl thirty-one team, had like a three-year run. Then all of a sudden there was a correction. Now, Matlapleu won a lot of games in three years. And now, you know, things start to change. But it all changed really with Devontae Adams. But after that, the offense said – they said this in the offseason. The offense is going to struggle. So we're seeing that. But the surprise to me has come on the defensive end. Although Josh Allen tried to give him a couple of opportunities to stay in that game, and he just couldn't pull it out. Roy, Leroy, when you look at – what the Packers are doing this season and where the division is and where the conference is, are they done though? Should they now be focusing in on something different? Uh, Key, I don't think so because they got 17 games and I don't think anybody predicted Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers being two games under 500. But this day and age, you only got to win nine games to get in the playoffs. And then at that point, anything can happen. But the thing about the NFL, once Wednesday comes, you're going to get a Lions team that has been leading in probably every game they've played. They just give it up in the fourth quarter. And if you go all the way back from when the Packers played in London, it seemed like it was a tale of two halves. One half they'll play good, one half they don't. One half they play good. Went out there, don't. But coming into this week, it was a lot of. Uh, I think the wheels are starting to come off where you see players disagreeing with coaches on the sideline, and I know injuries is a part of the game. But every team goes through injuries. The Giants was losing three or four of their receivers, but they still uh, won the game. I mean, if you're going to look at the Jets when they played the Jets, 
they have any top receivers that people want to uh, go after. But then you play Taylor Heineke with the Commanders. And Taylor McLaurin had a great a great game down the stretch. Then you come into Buffalo, no one's going to give you a chance. I think the only thing about it is guys are not used to this. But if you're a young guy, you're just coming in, you just don't really know what to do. You just got to beat Detroit this week to get back on path. Leroy Butler, Pro Football Hall of Famer and Packers great and host of the Leap 36 podcast. Joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. I have to ask you, big man, because I know okay. his contract is structured differently. Do you think this is potentially the last year we'll see Aaron Rodgers with the Packers? Jay, that's a good question because of the way it's structured. You would think um, in a perfect world that if Jordan Love was in, okay, three and five, it's probably acceptable because you go from a Hall of Fame, first battle Hall of Fame quarterback to a young guy, it's going to be some struggles. But I don't think that anybody thought that they would struggle like this with Aaron Rodgers. So but I think the way his contract is structured, he's going to be another two more years. Now, whether they want to absorb those numbers next year and come to an amicable agreement on what the future looks like, um, now I don't think that the, the, um, the Packer fans are going to be chanting, put in Jordan Love yet, but they thought this correction would come after Aaron Rodgers left and retired. Okay, we may be, you know, seven and ten, or you know, or maybe you know, struggle like that for a minute. But I think it's going to be some decisions to be made in the next next year because you're going to say I wanted I the reason why you Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Matt Ryan, the type quarterback, they only play to win Super Bowls. If you're not going to win Super Bowls, then you have to make another decision. Leroy Butler, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Packers Super Bowl champion, all-decade player, 1990s. Is, before we let you go, we got about a minute. What do you think of Justin mm-hmm. Fields' performance against that Cowboys defense yesterday? I tell you what, any quarterback that's that, that, that athletic, you can win with him. You got to figure out a way to go back what the Bears used to do. If he's going to be able to run the ball with the riding the side, the RPOs, defense got to play tough, and special teams, and they're going to be in a lot of games. So it's a learning process for a quarterback. They got to learn what is he good at and do that. Roy Butler, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Roy. Appreciate you. Thank you so much, guys. One of my right, favorite everybody. shows. I appreciate it. That's appreciate the host it, of the Leap 36 podcast now. And and one of the guys who's ruined names for me, you know that? Like Terrell Owens versus – it's always like Terrell. Everyone I ever knew, Terrell. And all of a sudden it was – or Terrell, rather. Now it was Terrell. Wait, how does that work? Terrell, Terrell? Leroy instead of Leroy. I know Leroy. Okay, and that's the first Leroy I, I, I came across, you know? You know Kid Leroy? It, Leroy, Leroy, Robert, same thing no? to me. You have no huh? idea who Kid Leroy is, do you? No. All right. Sorry, I feel, I feel young. On this show. Okay. Yeah, well, you are young on this show. Uh, on this you show, on. Jay. Just Once you get to... out into the world, not as much. <laughs> you look trying. tired. Have I ever mentioned that I, to you? I feel great. I have three kids. Go ahead. Say it, Jay. <laughs> Jets or Giants? Which team with the mo- more disappointing loss? Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.